Hello there, friends. This is your host of 12-Minute Health Bits, Kristen Hall. Thank you so much for joining me today. Super excited today to talk about hair. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about my hair journey when I moved holistically. I started to learn about ingredients and what ingredients could hurt and harm our bodies, but I just wasn't sure if I was ready to give up my hair and the chemicals that I use to make my hair what it what I thought was great. But then I realized that those chemicals are leaching into my body, into my kids' bodies, and I didn't want that anymore. And so if I really was going to take this holistic lifestyle and really, really roll with it, I needed to really clean up my hair products as well. And so what I learned is that there are 15 dangerous chemicals, the most dangerous chemicals. Now there's lots of chemicals, more than 15, but 15 of the most dangerous are sulfates, which they can cause fizzy hair, they can be hormone disruptors, and they can hurt the environment. And look for the words like SLS or sodium lauryl sulfate. That's how it's labeled on the products that it is in. Another harmful chemical is parabens. They mimic hormone uh, estrogen and have been linked to breast cancer. Look for parabens by looking at uh, words like butyl, B-U-T-Y-L, propyl, and ethyl. Anything with those words, starting with those, those prefixes, those are parabens. Now, polyphenol glycol, this is a derivative of petroleum, and it's used in the gas industry. It is also a thickening agent, so many people thought it was great to put it into our shampoos and other personal care products. It can damage the scalp long term. Um, Some of the ways that it's labeled is 100, 120, 14M, 30, 32, 75, and so on. Phthalates starts with a P, so P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S. Those are used in hair care products to increase spreadability of the product. They make the perfume and the synthetic fragrances stick to your scalp and your hair. They are also endocrine disruptors, meaning they can cause early puberty in girls and reduce sperm count in men. Formaldehyde, this is used as a preservative. You'll see it on the bottle as bonopol imidazolidine. I'm going to spell that for you. I-M-I-D-A-Z-O-L-I-D-I-N-Y-L, urea, DMDN, hydanatin, or quartin-15, and diazidazol urea. So look for those words when you're looking to see if there's formaldehyde in your products. Triclosan, this is an antibacterial and antifungal agent added to reduce or prevent bacterial contamination. It's known as a hormone disruptor as well and can cause you weight gain and lead to infertility. Dimethicone, this is a type of silicone added to hair care products. It acts like a protective layer to the hair shaft, but it builds up residue on your scalp. It prevents moisture from entering the hair and clogs the pores. Retinal palmitate. This is a. It can cause skin itching, redness, scaling, and peeling, and may also cause cancer. So it may also be carcinogenic. It is added to shampoo, sunscreens, and other anti-aging um, products as well. 
alcohol. Alcohol is used in hair care, can make your hair extremely dry. It's used in a, as a thickener in shampoos and can cause bitterness or brittleness in hair. Now, fragrances. Many companies list fragrances as just the word fragrance. And what happens is you need to be smarter than this false advertising. So most brands are smart enough to not reveal the exact ingredients and put them in one category. Fragrance or perfume. These are highly synthetic and made with a variety of toxic chemicals. How else can you make apple pie shampoo? But in a lab, they do not add natural flowers and fruits, but Young Living does. They do add the essential oils that are very carefully distilled and grown to their products. So colors. We love to see pretty looking colors in our shampoo, but these ingredients are derived from coal, tar, or petroleum. You can identify synthetic colors on the labels by the terms FTNC or DNC. Now, toluene. This is a petrochemical solvent used in most hair dyes. It is found naturally in crude oil. This chemical is also used in gasoline and paint thinner. It can hamper your immune system and cause birth defects. It can cause headaches and dizziness short-term, but it can also leave permanent effects on your central nervous system. It's labeled on the bottles as benzene or phenylmethane, toluol and methylbenzene. Then we have Resaurus Call. Sorry, my (laughs) ability to pronounce these is not very crisp. This is a common crystalline ingredient in your hair dyes and bleaching agents. It can cause functional disabilities in the immune system and thyroid disruption. Selenium sulfide. This is a proven carcinogen, cancer-causing compound, which means there's no safe exposure to this chemical. In fact, lab tests on mice showed development of tumors. It can also cause damage to the liver and kidneys. It's commonly found in anti-dandruff shampoos as an anti-infective medication. Quantum 15, or I'm sorry, quaternum 15, which is a formaldehyde releaser. This is a surfactant and preservative used in shampoos and conditioners. It is an ammonium salt. It's harmful as a skin toxicant and allergen. It's caused reproductive toxicity in animals during testing because it's a formaldehyde releaser. And formaldehyde is carcinogenic. There is a potential link to cancer. So... We are on a mission. It's critical that you swap out your personal care products. The number one poison in your family home is actually laundry soap because you're poisoned in three ways. Topical exposure with the clothing touching your skin, outgassing as you're washing in your home, and outgassing as the clothes sit in your closet all night and you breathe in the toxic fumes. The number two poison is personal care products. A third of the ingredients on the top 15 dangerous chemicals list may cause cancer or hormone disruptions. One in three men and one in five women will have cancer by the age of 50. But now listen to this. The American Cancer Society says only 5%, 5% of cases are genetic. That means we have to get to a point where we stop saying everything is going to kill me and we start reading labels with a discerning eye. I know those people that say, well, everything's going to kill me. Something's going to kill me. 
Well, how about we take control and we say, you know what, I'm not going to use those things that are going to kill me anymore because it really is that important. If we just kind of blow off everything, how can we really, how do we even really care about our bodies and our temples that we've been given? So something as simple as snagging one shampoo over another could have a life-changing repercussion for you and your family. So if we take a closer look at the ingredients in Young Living Shampoo, we find that we have cocoa glucoside, which is a surfacant and cleanser derived from coconut. We have cocoa betaine, a surfacant derived from coconut. I mean, we have all of these things that are derived from safe, safe sources. I could go through all the ingredients, but I'm not going to in this podcast. If you want a list of all the ingredients, I would be happy to send it to you. Just send me a message. Um, Let's put these two shampoos side by side. So we know that the cheaper shampoo that I already listed the ingredients to earlier, they're under $5. They can cause frizzy hair, disrupt your hormones, hurt the environment. In, you know, they have ingredients that can cause breast cancer, link to long-term damage of the scalp, endocrine disruption, all of those things. I could keep going. They can trigger asthma. They can lead to hair loss, hamper your immune system, birth defects, all of those things and even lead to tumors. However, you have product number two, Young Living's Copa Iba Vanilla Shampoo. No known side effects after being used by millions of customers globally and is held to an organic standard. Contains water, coconut, palm kernel oil, non-GMO corn, Ningxia wolfberry extract, the berries of the rowan tree. I mean, just amazing ingredients derived from incredible sources. So you look at the cost. Yes, Young Living's shampoo is about $20. I take it on the chin for that. But let me tell you, when you're extracting seaweed, infusing with essential oils and coconut, filling with enzymes and healthy algae, and using products like Ningxia Wolfberry loaded with antioxidants, it's hard to source and stock every single building block to make a shampoo that is powerful and safe. A bottle of Young Living Shampoo lasts me a good six months. That means $3 a month. I can protect my endocrine system and cross 15 dangerous chemicals off the list of products that should not be in my house or on my body. Now, that being said, Young Living Shampoo is not diluted. And so it is very, very concentrated. So if you're used to using a whole palm full of shampoo of your previous shampoo, you would want to adapt to use just a small amount of Young Living Shampoo. So you made it past the hardest part of this podcast, the label reading. Now, honestly, we're going to go into a little bit of other things that you can do to make your hair, your hair might go through a little bit of a detox if you switch over to Young Living Shampoo because there's all that buildup from all those chemicals. So be warned of that. And I have some ideas for you to help you with some things that can strip your hair of those chemicals. And I can give you those recipes as well. So when you wash your hair, You you want to completely saturate your hair, and you're just going to add about two teaspoons of shampoo to the palm of your hand. Most of us use way too much, and when you use Young Living's, like I said already, you can use less, even less. 
rub it between your hands, lather it, and then there are no cancer-causing foaming agents, so you're not going to get that foam. You'll have fewer suds, but that's okay. You don't want that foam, even though we tend to like that foam and we've gotten used to that foam as a society. Apply the shampoo to your scalp, massage it until after your head is sudsy, and work it in. Pay most attention to your scalp. Um, The cleansing agents work right away, so you can rinse right away as well. I do add some oils to my Young Living shampoo just because I like to have a little bit of extra rosemary, which helps with any type of yeasty stuff that might be on your head. You can add in some cedarwood or lavender um, and just put it right in the bottle and then shake the bottle up and then it's good to go. Now there's a couple other options. I do have a DIY for you today called the Mermaid Hair Serum. The Mermaid Hair Serum is 10 drops rosemary oil, 10 drops lavender oil, 10 drops cedarwood, 2 tablespoons jojoba oil, 2 tablespoons argan oil, and an empty pump bottle. You can, you're going to put all of those oils in there and then fill with water. And you're going to use that after you shampoo and just let it sit. Let those oils just sit on your hair. That's really going to help with moisturizing, adding a shine, and honestly, it just makes it so, so smooth. One of my favorite recipes lately has been this DIY scalp treatment. So every once in a while, I suffer from some dandruff that kind of is annoying, a little flaky here and there. And I think it's from all the years of, you know, toxic chemicals that I poured on my head. But we're working on that. We'll keep working on it till it's perfectly gone. And what I do that really seems to help is I take one tablespoon of a carrier oil. And I actually make a bunch of this. So I do about five tablespoons of the carrier oil. And then I put in um, 10 drops of each essential oil, which includes rosemary, cedarwood, and peppermint. And I also like to add in patchouli to that as well. All of those are really great for the scalp, for moisturizing. Uh, The carrier oil that I choose to use is Young Living's V6 oil. So what I do is I take that, I put it on my scalp, and then I let it sit for 20 minutes or I sleep on it and wash my hair in the morning and wash it out. And honestly, my scalp is so moisturized and feels so great after I'm done. You can just shower and wash as normal. So I know you guys were thinking, goodness, what was she going to talk about for this 12 minutes, which actually I ended up going over (laughs) the time. What is she going to talk about, about hair and about the ingredients in our shampoo and why does it matter? So I just want to challenge you, you guys, create a little DIY, um, work on getting those products with the harmful synthetic chemicals out of your home, out of your bathroom, out of your showers. And really, honestly, have confidence in what you're doing. Play with your oils, play with your hair, rest and do it at a pace that you can handle. Some people need to take little bits at a time. Some people want to clean out their entire home in one weekend. And some people have done that and it can be a little overwhelming. So, and I totally understand that. But if you want to detox little bits of your home at a time, that is a great way to start. 
But of course, like I said, some people just like to throw everything out that they know is harmful now because when we know better, we do better. And really, we need to be aware and we need to be conscious and stop buying products that are harmful because that's the only way we're going to tell the people making them that we don't want them anymore. We really vote with our dollars when it comes to these products. So that is my rant on that. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope I gave you some good ideas to help you out to make your hair beautiful and fabulous. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much for joining us, friends. This is Kristen Hall with your 12-Minute Health Bits. If you have an idea for an upcoming episode, please send it my way. I would be happy to explore the topic. Please share this podcast with someone. Do not charge them to listen, but you can send them my way if they're interested in learning more about getting synthetic chemicals out of their home. Be well and be blessed, my friends.